You're listening to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community with your host, Ben Wolf. And welcome to the Win Win Podcast. This is Ben Wolf, as always, your host. And I'm going to be talking with our guest today about the topic of the urgency trap. Uh, and with that, I want to get into introducing our guest straight away. Uh, Dr. Jean Ausler is, uh, has a PhD in business psychology. She's the author of Give Up Goals and Results Are Yours, uh, link in the uh, description below. And she is a professional EOS implementer. Uh, you can find out more about her at eosworldwide.com forward slash Dr. Jean Ausler, O-U-R-S-L-E-R, -E I got that right. And uh, welcome, Jean. Thanks for coming on. Thanks so much for having me today. I love talking about the urgency trap. So let's get into it. Yay. All right. Let's rock and roll. Yeah. And what we usually start with is if you could give us like a quick two minute background on yourself and, uh, you know, what we need to know to sort of give us a context uh, to lead us into the conversation today. Sure. I'm happy to do that. Um, so I've been an entrepreneur for over 20 years. And so I know what it's like to be in the urgency trap. And my clients crowned me the results queen because I'm all about getting a result at the end of the day. To me, it's always about getting a result. It's not just doing. And uh, I have, a, as you said, I have a PhD in business psychology. So started when my daughter was a year old, I decided to start my first business. And from there, I've opened up several different businesses, some with partners, some with not, some that have been, been successful, some have not. And now um, I own a sales coaching training company and I'm an EOS implementer. So I'm working with business owners every day to either help them grow their company or structure it so they can handle the growth that's happening in their organization. All right, awesome. Well, when we get to this topic now of like the urgency trap, right, as you call it. So tell me a story, like like what, what happened or what did you see that made you, you know, made you realize this, this topic? So if you think about us as business owners and entrepreneurs, we are running usually at 500 miles an hour. The train is moving really quickly with us. And we're usually working on the train as it's moving. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but I see, you know, probably you understand. And what happens is, is that when we're super focused in our business, we tend to work on the things that are immediate, not necessarily the things that are important, right? So if you think about the Steve Covey two by four boxes, urgent and important, not urgent and not, you know, not important, and then urgent, important, and, and not, and uh, not urgent, but important. And the fact is, is that when, as entrepreneurs, when we're always focused on urgent, we find that we never really get the things we want in our business because we're not focused on the important because important takes time. So that old cliche of we work in our business and not on our business and the, and things have changed a lot since the pandemic. So the speed of things that we're doing has increased so much. And that means the urgency has increased even more. And not only are us as business owners always focused on the urgent, but if everyone in our organization is focused on the urgent as well, it means that all of us in the organization is working in the business, not on the business. And when you can get everyone to work on the business with you, you have a much more successful, profitable, fun, engaged company. Right. And like, I guess, what stories have, have you seen happen or like what 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 has happened like in, 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 I guess, either in your life or any of your businesses or other businesses that you saw that sort of brought this to, into focus? Of, of of this issue. So with a lot of clients that they come to us, so we have a, 
um, we have a, a law firm and the law firm came to us because all they've been doing is working on the urgent in their business, which for them is cases. All they're doing is working with clients all the time. And if you know anything about lawyers, it's really about the billable hour. So how much can we make in a billable hour? Because that's how we make money. But what was happening with the law firm is because they were so focused on the urgent and not on the important, they found that they weren't increasing their sales. So they were not having any new business that was coming in. The leadership team was not actually running the company. So all the lawyers were acting like independent silos. And then what were there in terms of policies that were happening out of the pandemic, they were making some very poor choices that were making all of their staff want to leave the organization. So because they were all focused on just billable hours and getting the work done, as opposed to actually running an organization that um, is all in lockstep and everyone's moving in the same place, they were losing money, they were losing people, oh. and they often had the wrong people in the wrong seat and just focusing on billable hour, which was not making them profitable. So if you're not focused on the, if you're only focused on what's urgent in your company, you lose sight of a lot of other things that then impact both short-term and long-term in your organization. Right. And one of the things that you talk about in connection with that, and probably take that even a step further, is you talk about how dealing with the urgent is killing your business. <laughs> well, that's I'll a very dramatic turn of phrase. Well, it is actually because what happens, and it's it's and it's interesting because I'll just talk about the same law firm. Sorry, you know that they, they know who they are, but this could be you too, and it could be doesn't matter what industry you're in. Um, but the fact, and I can talk about a manufacturing client also. But the fact is, is that when you're focused on urgent, you're not focused on the things that make you money. You're focused on the things that can check off a list. And what happens is, if you spend too much time focused on the urgent, it's going to kill your business. This law firm that we're working with, they're almost out of business because they haven't done cash flow correctly. They haven't done business development correctly. They haven't, they don't have any people anymore because they've been pissing them off and they're all leaving. So the fact is if you're always focused on the urgent, huh. things that are important end up going to the wayside. I have a there's a there's a PR firm that we've been talking to. They're in crisis management. That's what they do. So think about that as a law firm, as sorry, as a PR firm. You're always in crisis management. Yeah. And I said to them, so let's talk about EOS and working in EOS. It's five days a year. You just take a day to work on your business. And they were like, we don't have time to work on our business because we're always in crisis management for our clients. Well, if you're in crisis management all the time for your clients or for your business, and you're not working on your business, how do you know if your business is retaining profitability? How do you know the fact is, is that your product is still relevant? How do you know those things? And if you don't spend time, then the fact is that you're going to wake up one day and your business is not going to be in a good place. And what we say is, is that out of 10 people, six people are very happy about the status quo of their business. That's fine. Two people, because they didn't do anything in the status quo, are now on the slippery slope and are going to be soon out of business. And then there are two people who want to be better. We call them elite athletes. They want to be better. They want to be innovative. And they always want to stay on the cutting edge. Those are the people who are not dealing with the urgent. They're dealing with the important. So those are the two people who are not going to have are going to be successful. The other eight, eventually the urgency is going to kill them if right. they don't do something different. Right. And you have to think about escalator. right. And you have to think to yourself, am I in the two 
or am I in the eight? Right. What's the story with that manufacturing client you mentioned? So our manufacturing clients is interesting when we started working with them. Um, family owned, fourth generation family owned business, right? So that's just in itself when you have multiple generations in a company and a family owned business and family owned businesses are really interesting because they have a lot of dynamics that can actually focus on the urgent and not the important. I'll tell you about, I have another manufacturing company we can talk about, but when we came to them, um, they were, they were losing money. They were losing money. And the CEO of the time was like, if I don't do something differently, I'm going to be out of business. And I go, what have you been focused on? Right. And she's been focused on all this internal work as opposed to getting new business and thinking about what products would make sense. And the products that she was selling were all outdated. No one wanted them. She had a garage full, and I'm not lying, a garage full of old products. Like, and she sold really large manufacturing equipment that was just sitting out there dusty <laughs> that she had invested lots of money into mm. but couldn't sell right the fact is that when what happens is that when we really need to take a good look at our company and we often don't want to we don't do metrics lots of companies do not do metrics because metrics scare us and if we're not doing metrics they do you know they do so if you're not looking at your metrics every week how are you focusing on the stuff that's important? You're not. You're right. focusing on whatever comes across your desk that you think that you could check off immediately. And that comes to something that we call caveman brain. So caveman brain is really um, forcing you into focusing on stuff that I get a little quick hit of dopamine that goes, oh, right. I checked it off. I checked it off. I checked it off. That doesn't help your company. So the, that's how urgency actually kills your business. Right. Let's talk about how to getting out of that urgency trap, right? Because the 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 challenge is it really is a catch twenty two because because things are so like dysfunctional in terms of processes or lack of metrics or whatever things not being done well uh, in in many many areas. So all that dysfunctional lack of process creates lots of problems, creates lots of fires, and then you end up in fire drill mode, you know, urgent and emergencies. And doing fire drills and putting up fires, being a fireman or a firewoman. And then you, and then there's like literally no time to breathe to spend any time on anything that would at the beginning have prevented that fire or make things better. So, but you have no time to do it, because, you know, and, and you're, as you said, you're driving that train. I compare it to like trying to fix a car going 60 miles an hour. The car is going 60 miles an hour. You can't afford to stop driving for six months to rebuild things. So, how, how can you like how can anybody ever escape that trap that cycle how, how do people get out of it yeah so the first thing is you have to be aware that you're in it and and i will tell you interesting ben that i was in urgency trap myself um about a year and a half ago and i think it really came out of pandemic to be perfectly honest uh, but i remember sitting in my office in the summer and i was just doing all the things that were urgent I wasn't even worried about my company. I was just doing, 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 doing. And every week I have a conversation with my CFO. And I remember her saying to uh, saying to me, if we don't do something tomorrow, she said, we're going to, we're like, we're burning through cash. And I was like, wait, what? We're burning through, wait, what? Because I'm working really hard on the bit. How could, wait, what? How could that happen? And when you get the signs that urgency is killing you, you have to stop 
It's and take a breath and think, okay. And that's when you need to start working on your business and not in your business. And it's super hard because your brain wants you to just do the things that are immediate because the brain wants to make sure that you don't die. So it's going to put you in a place that you're going to have to work on anything that's immediate. However, businesses don't go out of business in a day. Business go business are killed by a thousand cuts. So when you realize that urgency is killing your business, you take a breath and you say to yourself, okay, I need to start working on the strategic stuff that's going to make my business healthier and make my business more profitable and probably more fun. And what we did was we hired, we hired a consultant to come in and help us because I, you know, I really believe in coaching. I really believe in consultants. I've had a coach to my own, to me in my business since I started 23 years ago. And I've changed coaches along the way, but we hired an outside person. And at the time, I don't think I even could afford to hire an outside person. Mm. But, but at the end of the day, that turned around my company so much that it was worth every dime I invested. And I made not every dime, and I didn't even make every dime back. I made it tenfold in how much I invested. So I find that for a lot of companies, you know, they think they can fix themselves, but the reality is they can't. Many people have never asked for help. As entrepreneurs, we don't ask for help. That's like a sign of that we're stupid and we don't know what the heck we're doing. But to get out of urgency, you probably need some help from somebody who is not in it, not emotionally tied to it, and is willing to tell you the God's honest truth so that you can be more successful because they're in, in, invested in your success. Right. And so that's great. So number one is being aware that you're in the urgency trap and just like that's to have that self-awareness because as long as you're just running, running, running and not even realizing anything, there's no chance. And getting outside help, whether that's with a consultant with a you know fractional COO with a you know with a EOS implementer you know or something else executive coach whatever it happens to be and but let's take the next step then right all right so what kinds of things do what kinds of things or what's one example of, of something that people will do because again you're lacking time and you're you know trying to fix a car at sixty miles an hour so how what's an example of one thing that you know, people often have to do to be able to, I don't know, whether it's make the time to to work on the business, to be more strategic, or like what's what's one tool that people can do or people often do when they're trying to escape from this trap after they've sought outside help and realized what the situation that they were in? Yeah, so we work, so I often say live in a 90-day world, and that's what we do is we live in a 90-day world. We've been doing that for a really, really long time. And we use Vern Harnish's way of being in the sense that every 90 days, we look at opportunities, threats, priorities, and then action steps, who's involved in that. And then every week we hold ourselves accountable to that meeting. You can actually do that on a daily basis if you want to. If you wake up in the morning and say, what's my opportunities? What's my threats? What do I need? What's the, what's the priority that I need to work on to move my business? What I find in urgency is that we often don't have a long-term result that we're working towards, a long-term outcome. Most mm. people are like goals, but I don't believe in goals. I believe in outcomes. So if you don't know where you're driving your business, that's really the first thing you need to think about is where do I want my business to be in three months from now, in a year from now, in three years from now, in 10 years from now? 
If you can't even see out 10 years, then just go for three. And then what do I need to do today to move that forward? When I've been in the urgency trap, I've just done that. What am I doing for three years from now? I got to be here. What do I need to do today that's going to get me there? And I don't need to be the urgency things. I need to do the thing that's going to make me get there. And if I've accomplished that one thing every day, I find that I'm no longer in the urgency trap because I'm doing the thing that's moving my company forward as opposed to just, okay, I've got to, I got to answer these emails. I've got to call these people. I got, all right. And the next thing you know, I'm twirling right. <laughs> as we call it. We call it. Well, one of the things you, you, you mentioned it just now, and you know, I, I wanted to ask you about it because your, your book is called give up goals and results are yours. And you just, and you just spoke now about being anti-goal and pro-outcome. Uh, goals seem like a good thing, right? That means you're thinking outside the today. You're, you know, so what? Tell me what you mean by <laughs> give up goals. Results are yours. Outcomes not goals. What do you mean by that? So, where do you think the word goal comes from? That's the. You don't have to answer that, Ben. I mean, if you want, goal? To... I don't know. <laughs> right. So, you know, goal is a sports-oriented word. Right. And many for many of us, we use sports as metaphors, especially when we're in business as entrepreneurs, because it's something we can see. We can we can see the beginning, middle and end of that. Research shows, though, that most of us don't ever set goals. And if we do set them, we don't always achieve them. So the fact is, is that our brains are not hardwired for goals. Our brains are hardwired for outcomes and the outcome our brain is most hardwired for is survival is to ensure that we don't die so it does so our we don't wake every up every morning and our brain goes i have a goal of making sure i survive it doesn't do that my outcome is to ensure that you don't die today like that is the only thing that what is called the amygdala or what i call caveman brain that's its only job so it doesn't have a goal it has an outcome and that's so the fact is that we are hardwired for results and outcomes. But often when we talk about goals, first of all, they're not normally ours. Someone has usually given them to us. And goal is a word that our brains don't know how to respond to. We actually respond to words that go up as opposed to go down. So goal does goes down, outcome actually goes up, no matter how much you try to say it. And if you start to focus on the outcome, we actually focus on the what, not the how. And the challenge is that when we focus on the how, which is what goals get us into, hmm. we don't know how to do it. So then we get stuck and we just spin and then we end up not doing it. So when people come to work with us, they often are in these places where they have not achieved what they want to achieve. They're in the urgency trap. They're spinning out of control. And we say to them, and they say, well, I've never made my goal. And I say, okay. What's the outcome that you're looking to achieve? And just making that one switch into outcome, result, and talking about that way allows the brain to start focusing on the what, and it will figure out the how for you because it wants to make it sure that you survive. And so it looks at the how as for itself, it will figure out the how for you because that's survival for you. Mm. And if we start focusing on the what, we get there. We focus on the how, you don't. Right. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Maybe one last question. Can you share like an example, a story, either from your business or one of your, one of your clients who, you know, took these lessons to heart, who applied these things and did successfully escape the urgency trap to, to move on to a much better place, a more fun, more profitable, more healthy place? 
<laughs> yeah. If you if you don't mind, I'm going to take an individual. I mean, we've done it with a lot of companies, but I will take it. I mean, there's so many individuals that we've worked with. So I'm going to talk about Felicia. I love Felicia so much. So Felicia came to us. She's a financial advisor. Um, she was working with a firm. She was in the urgency trap. She couldn't find business whatsoever. She was um, in a very bad place um, mentally and physically. And she basically said, if I don't start closing business tomorrow, she said, I will be out of business. And I said to her, okay, let's start working. And she was in this urgency mindset because she wasn't being successful. And it took about, I hate to tell you this, six months is why I use her to be, to get out of that urgency trap. It was a lot of looking at what she was doing on a daily basis, really thinking about the mindset of what she was experiencing and then changing that mindset so that she could be healthier and not being always looking at the urgent. And it was interesting, like I would say to her, you should do like, would you be okay of doing this? And she'd be like, oh, I don't think I should do that. And she'll tell you, we've had her speak to all of a lot of our clients and she'll say, Dr. Jean told me to do like highly prescribed and I resisted her for six months. And finally I was at my end of my rope and I said, fine. And she turned everything around within no, I'm not lying, 45 days, became highly successful in her company. She left her company, parlayed it into a bigger job. She has now retired from the business oh. with a lot of money and all because she started working of getting out of the urgency trap and really deciding what would be important for her to work on. And Can you share like what she was resisting for six months and that when she started <laughs> doing it? Oh my gosh, she resisted everything. And that's again, caveman brain comes from yeah. our parents, our childhood, our life experiences, um, our culture. And when you start to realize where things are, how that all of those four things are impacting you and keeping you in the urgency as opposed to the important, uh, you have to work through that. And, right. and once you work through that and you align yourself to what you want to achieve, and this is truth, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're a salesperson, like you're a parent, you can do this any place. But the fact is that we get into this rush and once you start living that rush, you can't get out of it. And then you have to think about what's making you be there. What are you judging? What are you attached to? What are you resisting? What makes you be there? And you have to want help to move on. And some people have to scrape the bottle of the barrel in order to do that. I'm not that person. I've always wanted to be on the cutting edge. So when I fell into the uh, urgency trap, it was, I want to find more people. And it was fascinating because um, once I had gone through this myself, um, I'm almost about leaving you better than I found you. I don't want anybody else to go through this. So I want people to stop it. <laughs> as, as stop it. Smart would say, stop it. Stop being like that. Right. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. And if you haven't seen the Bob Newhart stop it video, just go. I think it. It's hilarious. But it's, just, it's been a while. I think I've seen it. Stop it. <laughs> so Here's yes. A Here's a tip on that. <laughs> I yeah, I really appreciate this. Uh, people want to learn more about urgency trap. Uh, you know, check out uh, give up gold. Your results are yours. Uh, check out uh, Dr. Jean Ausler. Uh, look her up uh, online. Uh, EOSWorldwide.com. Dr. Jean, you know, forward slash Dr. Jean Ausler. Um, and really appreciate you coming on. Appreciate this conversation. Thank you. 
Thank you for having me. It was a great conversation. My pleasure. And uh, everybody else, we'll see you on the other side. Best of luck. You're listening to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community with your host, Ben Wolf.